Everybody, welcome to Seventh Vale, a game of City of Mists here on Happy Jacks. I am your GM, Mac Brickback Bovey, and uh, yeah, this is potentially our finale tonight, unless I'm very much mistaken. Uh, I am going to let the players introduce themselves, and we'll get started. I'm going to start over here on my left. Hi, I am Kimmy. I am playing Rachel Elizabeth Downing, um, kind of a Red Riding Hood mixed with a detective. Very exciting. Losing a little bit of control to my wolf side, though, lately. <laughs> just a, just a little bit. And I lost my cool red coat. Well, I gave it away. It's very... I tried real is. hard. Very generous. <laughs> I tried real hard to bring it back. <laughs> it's all good. Yeah. It's Stupid dice. <laughs> uh, hi, I'm Kadave. I'm playing Daniel Holbrook, a.k.a. the fairy godfather, like, a la, take the wand, leave the cannoli. <laughs> That was very quick. Uh, that was very quick. I was like, <laughs> wow. Hi, my name is Eli. I'm playing Zane Clayton, who is a stockbroker in skin. And I talk stuff. Rumpelstiltskin. <laughs> is that what I said? <laughs> you did. It was just like, stockbroker in Rumpelstiltskin. It's very good. You did it! <laughs> First try. Guten <laughs> Nacht. Uh, I am Joey. Just can't tell. Uh, playing Mira von Zabarin, the uh, cabaret singer who is also a sea witch and takes people's voices because it's fun. It's fun. And for those listening to this, uh, go and look up the video because Joey has shown up in full blown costume and it's amazing, it's amazing. and it makes me so happy. And Dave is also looking very dapper. Yes. Well, yes. Dave always looks so well, dapper, yes. though. He's right. And he's little wings. Which I do have the wings. <laughs> they're kind of droopy. I think they're, <laughs> play, play, yeah, they're, they're upside down. down. Oh, are they? No, they're. they're are they? I don't know. I don't know. They're ha- it's a Monday, Ooh. right? Yeah. <laughs> it's a Monday. So the wings got a case of the Mondays. <laughs> oh. So I'm going to recap real quick because a lot happened in the last episode, as seems to happen in every episode of this show. Uh, so, unfortunately, our good friend Argent passed away mm-hmm. after getting mm-hmm. to see the veil, finally. Um, she was pretty much just, her powers were so used up by Stepmother that she was no longer able to really exist uh, in this world. And from there, uh, you guys decided to try and 
take the tact of finding out via the mayor where um, wh- what the identity of stepmother actually is because you know that she's a large campaign donor and um, there's a lot of mystery surrounding that obviously so there was a lovely horrible poker game that occurred at the mayor's office and uh, a lot of seeds were dropped by Zane about what he wanted to do development wise in the city and making a lot of uh, campaign contributions and you got the name Hilda Grouse uh, you tried to look into this person and were coming up pretty dry with the exception of a phone number that led to sort of a corporate answering service right. mm-hmm. uh, to try and lure somebody out related to stepmother you threw a donor dinner Unfortunately, stepmother did not show, but one of her proxies, Jeanette, who you do know, showed up with a wooden arm. Yes. Uh, and was being clearly punished by stepmother for failing her. Mm-hmm. Um, Wasn't she missing an arm or something like that? Yeah, yeah she was yeah. missing an arm. She had carved one for herself out of wood. Yeah. So to mundane people, it looked like a real normal arm. I'm a real arm. Yeah. And uh, to you guys, you could see that it was actually wood. <laughs> <laughs> it's a rickety arm. It's Aww. a rickety arm. Yeah, rickety's chilling with the hanging out with all the fairies. They're yeah, they're friends now. Um, you went to uh, a building that you got an address for uh, that was given by our good friend Jimmy Jorgen. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> who realized that Holbrook was looking into a bunch of shit and. Uh, the problem was it didn't make sense because it was a building downtown but the level that things were supposed to be at is the 13th floor but there is no floor 13 because of superstition but you did end up going to the building itself and investigating and through a lot of hijinks with the fairies and managed to find out that the 13th floor was there you just had to really believe that it was there to be able to perceive it it's hidden under some very deep magic and from there decided instead of a frontal assault to try and like turn some of the people that are working with stepmother see if you could you know gather up resources finding that they are very difficult and very loyal to stepmother and stepmother has clearly not let at least Jeanette in on the fact that the veil exists or anything with the gems beyond the fact that some gems exist mm-hmm. and out of curiosity decided to try and take someone who is more mundane to go see the veil and uh, it was Emma one of uh, Holbrook's uh, associates there, and yep. she could not see it, mm-hmm. but Rickety could, mm-hmm. and that's where we left off. Interesting. Most peculiar. Most peculiar indeed. That's great. I'm, I'm glad you reminded us about the mundanes not even being able to see it. Yeah, she thought it was just mm-hmm. a mind full of spiders and mm-hmm. didn't understand. Meanwhile, Rickety was full-blown, just like, whoa, this is the coolest thing I've ever seen! Mm-hmm. Yeah. But we also need to figure out if he is that obsessed about this cave. Because he's never seen a cave before. <laughs> I think we're safe to assume that, yeah. yeah. That I think based on his we don't need to like take him to a cave and be like... <laughs> Uh, uh, this is the coolest game I've ever whoa, seen. Whoa, a closet! Yeah. Whoa, moss! <laughs> Neato! <laughs> so how would you all like to proceed? Right. 
Because I believe part of what you wanted to do was take the populace through to the Vale right. at some point. Right. Well, and we'd also, um, like, we ch- found the 13th floor, right, where mm-hmm. Stepmother was mm-hmm. located. Mm-hmm. You couldn't see in from the outside, right? but you felt fairly certain that you could find it from inside the building. Yeah. Yeah, it had that darkness. Yeah. I... Well, we we had the whole discussion about mm-hmm. where's our line in the sand mm-hmm. for dealing with stepmother. Mm-hmm. I just I feel like any plan we enact to help people, she's going to get in the way because it takes control away from her. Mm-hmm. I agree. I think it's time to uh, bring the fight to her in some capacity. Yeah. Perhaps get the police involved. We now know the location of the most wanted person in Scar City. Perhaps get Detective Jorgen involved. I'm fine with taking care of stepmother. She definitely, if anybody else deserves it. But. And, and, I mean, we've got to watch out. Like, that. We know already that there's a lot of her goons who aren't necessarily wanting to, but are being forced to do what she wants. So we gotta at least give them the options of switching to the the good side. Perhaps once she's removed, they'll have their free will back. That's what I'm hoping. Perhaps we just shoot to stun, <laughs> more or less, instead of shoot to kill. Except for her. I mean, clearly, we, there's nothing we can do for her. So are we back to the idea of we go for the 13th floor? I think so, but I think it might not be a bad idea to get the police involved. I mean, it'd be a nice feather in your cap. I I just worry that I don't know which of the... Pol- I mean, it really hurts me inside to say this, but I think Detective Jorgen is a good guy. <laughs> like... <laughs> Uh, I think... Oh, I can assure you, he is a very good guy. Um, I feel like I'd trust him, but I don't know who else to trust. I don't know how many of the cops are on the take. We know that at least some are. At least the the brass get something out of this, because obviously she's operated extremely violently for a long time without problems. Wasn't perhaps just Detective Jorgen. Well, I mean... If he can even see the 13th floor. Yeah, I feel like if we call on the cops, first off, we're wanted. Like, that's going to bring a whole bunch of heat on us right when we don't need it. So maybe we call them in for cleanup after we take care of stepmother. Because I think they're they're not going to know who's on the, the side of right and he's not. They're going to think we're... They're gonna they're gonna assume we're part of the mess or even the the heads of it since we're already wanted. We would also want to think that the cops are already probably are already compromised to where if we were to get them involved, the more people that have knowledge of whatever our plan is, the more likelihood that it's gonna be compromised. That's yeah. true too. 
do we think that there'd be a way to maybe goad her out to doing something stupid that could get them to act on her? Make her persona non grata? Well, we tried to lure her out with the gala, and she sent Jeanette in our place. I don't think she's going to leave her ivory tower. No, I think we're going to have to bust in. The only thing I could think of would be if we make a public spectacle of giving the gemstones to, like, the mayor's wife in a big party. See if she'll come. Like, but I don't see why she wouldn't just send goons. Mm-hmm. That's my concern. Also, question now, like, since we found this cave and we know that the mundanes can't see it, how viable is it for our people to come here in mass? They have family members, they have loved ones. Are they really going to want to leave them behind? That's their choice. No one's forcing them to go. I think that's the most important thing. We give people the choice. But it also gives us a new conundrum with leaving people behind here. If we leave the dark forces, like stepmother and those of her ilk behind, there's going to be a lot of people trapped here with them who have no means of defense against them. And no one just stops them from finding their own ways out and coming and ruining, ruining everything for us anyway. We can't leave with her still in power. But that also means that I don't think that we should leave with the door shut. Well, the only way we know to open the door is to just have the gems. Right? As far as we know, yeah. So I don't know a way to leave it open unless somebody's standing there. I guess we could, like, build a statue or something <laughs> that holds the gems. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like Stepmother knows more than we do about this particular part point. Or at least I'm assuming. Maybe she doesn't. But I feel like no matter what our course of action, she's got to be the first thing on our to-do list. Alright. So even if we, uh, I mean, maybe there's something where we, we go in and we have maybe one of your guys ready to call the, the cops in as the cavalry in case we don't come back out in a certain amount of time or something. I don't know. Yeah. That's easy enough. I'll, I'd park all the guys out around the building. Just waiting. It could be helpful that way anybody she may be calling in for reinforcements will get stopped. Yeah. Or at least we'll get a warning. So that's the plan? We doing this? I think so. Anyone else think of a better way to go about it? We've tried playing ball. We've tried luring her out. Clearly she wants us to come to her. My hope is she's not expecting it, but that might be a bit much, considering she's got a bunch of powers on her side. Yes, but she requires Argent to spy on people, which means she may not have the ability to see what we are up to. So it could be to our advantage. Poor Argent. She's at peace now. 
Alright. Uh, let's get to it then. Is it do you think there's a way we could clear out the building before going in? Like some sort of fire alarm? We could hold the lighter up to a sprinkler on the way in. I feel like we should do that when we're close though, because we don't right. want to tip her off. Well yeah, once we're there to cover the ways out. Alright, let me call my guys. Alright. Sounds good. So it takes a little time, but you're able to round up the rest of the uh, the Lost Boys gang. Um, they're at your beck and call. Just, the, the plan right now is they station themselves around this building. Mm-hmm. They watch out for any heavies coming in or people running out. Sure. Obviously, they're in on the plan of we're going to try and get all the normies out of this building. Sure. Like, okay. There's there's innocent people in the building. I'm assuming, like oh, there's other floors. Yeah. Very much so. Thing. So we'll try and get those people out. But if they see anything weird coming out of the building after we've gone in and those people are running out, do what okay. they can. All right. Let's do it. So, I'm assuming you all enter the building on the ground floor. And there's somebody at the security desk who doesn't seem particularly interested. And people come and go from here all the time. Various, you know, business uh, enterprises and whatnot. Um, There are some sprinklers down on the ground floor and fire hose and things of that nature. Are you going to set a fire? I don't think we want to actually set a fire. I think we just want to... Well, like, in a wastebasket. Oh, yeah, yeah. Something, something yeah. to mm-hmm. set off the alarm. Yeah, a controlled burn. Yeah. I mean, eventually, because you guys are players at an RPG game, you're going to set shit on something fire. On fire. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the I'm bell curve. This is for I'm just trying to do the quota, guys. <laughs> yeah. Like... I know, I I appreciate that it took until, like, the finale for that. (laughs) I just want to say that my span of episodes is a lot smaller, so I feel like we're hitting the fire thing pretty early. (laughs) (laughs) Do we want to wait until we actually are on the 13th floor? It might be suspicious that the fire's coming from the 13th floor, but maybe if we go to the 12th, I mean, we have to figure out how to get to the 13th floor. That's true. Like, if we go into an elevator, does it show a button 13 now that we know it exists, Um, or is it still 12 to 14? Before we do it, sorry, what time of day is it? <laughs> what time of day are you guys planning on going? Yeah, that's a good point. Because if we go at night, we might not need to worry about evacuating much of the building. Right. Yeah, no, this is completely up to you guys as to when you're I going to go in. Night would make the most sense. Yeah. Plus, I have extra hours at night. So, not to <laughs> metagame, but... <laughs> <laughs> it seems to make sense that you would go at night when things are pretty quiet. It's not... Um, it's the 40s. It's not people staying late for, like, a lot of people staying for overtime and things. You know, people pretty much run on the clock in March and City. It's day in, day out. Okay. All right. So maybe uh, I'll step into the restroom. Okay. Pull. They got to have those... Uh, those creepy paper <laughs> towel dispensers that's actually like the cloth. Oh. Oh. It's like you pull out the clean cloth and it's 
you rolled up the yep. cloth. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I'll bust one of those open mm-hmm. and pull the cloth out and kind of unspool it into the trash can. Okay. And then uh, light it off. Cool. It sets off the system. Um, uh, an alarm starts sounding through the building. And uh, you see the elevator banks open and like a few of the stragglers you know, come running out. One guy who's clearly, like, staying late with his mistress comes, like, <laughs> running out and she's, you know, ah! all that fun stuff. Uh, you know, like you do. <laughs> and, uh, and Just every couple seconds. Oh, ah, oh, ah. Yeah, the guys that are staying late with, like, their, their secretaries. <laughs> oh, I can't believe I said that. Um, and Just a couple of guys who just stay, like, drunk. Yeah, yeah. And it's just like I was trying to sleep off lunch. There's that too. The the guys that had their martini lunches that they're sleeping off yeah. and come staggering out, and the building security that's at the front desk goes running off to deal with things. But um, as noted before, this building seems extremely low key, mundane, uh, despite what you know is there, and it seems to be by design. And uh, you head into one of the elevators. Uh, how many elevators are there? Uh, there is a bank of four elevators. Before we get onto the fourth elevator, I'll go around and try and bash out the controls. Mm. Okay. On the other three. Mm-hmm. Sure. Nice. Um, let's see. Why don't you go ahead and hit with all you've got? All right. Do the thing. Uh, and see how successful you are at uh, taking out these elevators. Uh, I'm, I'm going before. to use strong like bull. Strong <laughs> like bull. Yes. <laughs> are you less strong <laughs> like bull than you thought? Are you going to add something else, maybe? <laughs> strong like bullshit. I don't know what else to <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, yeah, none of my other tags make sense oh. for what I'm trying to do here. Do you want to call in some friends to help you with? Yeah, if somebody can just one, just one, oh. one help. That's all I I'm need. Like. Well, I meant, did you want some call <laughs> friends that could get into some mechanisms oh. with you? That's what I was. I got to. Yeah, yeah, I guess. Okay, well, that'll push you to a seven. Cool. You call in your friends who are yeah. very excited to help. Like, As always. See all these wires? <laughs> Just mess them up. Ooh, neat. I'm going to tie a ribbon in and it's going to be like a bow and it's going to be yeah. awesome. And then this one is going to be like, I don't know, like, like you see like when they do balloon elephants and stuff and like that, it's going to be like that. That's great. <laughs> cool. So I'll like grab the corner of the pen. Like we'll just smash it. I'll just grab the corner and like pull it back so they can get in. Yeah. I'll say with that roll, you're able to pull back the panels enough that your friends can flit in there and start fucking up all the wiring. Cool. And they're just having the best time as they do with all things. <laughs> <laughs> and they start to go explode. for the last elevator, though. Nope. What? Leave this one. Mm-hmm. I'll give you another elevator another day. Promise? Two more. Two? Ah. Ooh. Pull the marshmallow experiment with fairies. <laughs> We like, we like two more. We like this idea. We can do that. We'll go play with the coat for now. <laughs> We're gonna be people. <laughs> <laughs> Just, pre- uh, you know what? 
practice walking past the security guard. <laughs> Just back and forth a bunch Ooh, of times. We like Don't this. let him catch you. Okay. Okay. We're going to work. Business, business, business. Mm. <laughs> so they they go flitting off to cause horrible chaos. <laughs> It's going to be like somebody is just seeing this random coat look like it's just kind of flowing back and <laughs> forth across the lobby, and they're like, where did the wind come from? <laughs> <laughs> Leaving you facing the last elevator. I'm going to actually... Uh, I'm, I'm going to go up the stairs. I don't know if the stairs will go to the 13th floor, so maybe... Um, I might need to come back down, but I just want to make sure that that's covered. It's a fine plan. Makes sense. Good luck. Thanks. So, uh, I'm going to go quickly up the stairs. Uh, okay. Um, I want you to <coughs> change the game. Okay. Because um, you're looking for... And exit down onto the 13th floor from the stairs. Right. So I'm going to use Nocturnal and Wild Thing mm. to go faster up and to notice more stuff. Do you have any of your investigate powers, too? Oh, yeah. Probably. <laughs> Detective and finding people. And what, oh, yeah, what big eyes you have. Yeah. It's a thing specifically for noticing Yeah, it's a, it's a good idea to load up on, on these things. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right, so I'll use uh, Nocturnal Wild Things and what big eyes you have. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Just grab me up. You people that are all oh. super good at stuff. So that's a 12 on the dice, plus yeah. three. Yay. Hokey doogie. We did it. Wonder Woman does. So with a 13, yeah. looking for the 13th floor. Yes. <laughs> very auspicious. I appreciate it. Um, it kind of takes you a minute. You kind of go up and down the stairs between 12, 14, 12, 14. Mm-hmm. And you take a breath and let it all out and focus in on the side of you that... You know, seems to be changing into more of the, the wolf, mm-hmm. and you can sense and scent out where the magic seems to be coming from. And as you go up the twelfth stairway and you hit fourteen, you start to head back down, mm-hmm. and suddenly there's a door mark thirteen nice. okay. on the path. Okay, I will quietly go through it. And you enter into a forest. Oh. Cool. I'm going to sit like a good, good, good girl and wait for my friends to come up the elevator, who hopefully will end up right here. Okay. So everybody else is going by way of elevator? Yep. yep. I'm wearing these sensible heels. They're not built for stairs. <laughs> <laughs> sensible heels. All right. Oxymoron. <laughs> You see Just buttons marked for 12. You see a button marked for 14. Dave is covering I'm covering his my eyes. eyes okay. And I'm just going to dart board in that general area. Why don't we change the gonna game? I'm going to think real hard about 13. Okay. <laughs> Let's roll a change the game roll. Uh, what you got? Just what you need? Sure. Uh, I think that's all. All right. Well, I'll nice. take a 12. Yeah, yes you will. Lovely. We're doing and it. your <laughs> hand drifts just past the 12, just under the 14, 
doesn't even actually push a button that um, you guys can see. But you feel a button compress underneath your finger. And the elevator starts going up. Mm. And with a ding, opens up. And there's just a lush forest scape before you with sunlight filtering through the trees. Mein Gott. Who'd you guess this was here? Do I see them? Nope. Nope. Okay. Maybe she's figured out a way? Well, she certainly seems to have brought some of the... It's like bright, sunny... Green it's 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 very green and it's got sunlight filtering through, but it's still kind of foresty. But yeah, it's sort of it's yeah. still dark. Does it seem like uh, when we went through the cave into our special place? Like it, it has it has it? that kind of feeling, but it's not. Um, it doesn't feel as warm and welcoming, and it is definitely sunlight filtering through the trees, but it feels like deep forest. Okay. But she must have found some way to use something to bring it here. Or maybe this is part of her power. Or maybe it's a way. I don't know. But Yeah? Well. I wonder what that is. Do you all step in? Yeah. Yeah. As you step in and you start moving through the trees, you very quickly realize that the people that were by your side are no longer there. Oh. Fun. And you find yourselves alone in this forest that, as you progress, starts looking a little bit more gnarled, a little darker, a little more sinister. Now, Red. As you're sitting there, waiting, you hear a very low growling coming from a tree in front of you. Okay. I'm going to stand up and... Tree wolves. (laughs) (laughs) The worst of wolves. You go, hello, and when you look up, they jump on you. Okay. They're like heffalumps. (laughs) (laughs) Sasquatches. Or uh, jaguars, rather. Yes. I'm going to kind of growl back. And just like be ready. And you hear. <laughs> and out from behind the tree stands, uh, steps Baxby. Oh. Who you will recall you murdered. <laughs> yeah. He goes, I yeah. guess not. And I think, yeah, didn't like, we also get rid of the body? Like, mm-hmm. so. All right. And steps out. Mm-hmm. And smirks at you, showing a bit of fang. Mm. Well, look who it is. Oh, I thought I'd taken out this trash already. I guess I'll have to do it again. Can I use um, Wild Thing and like Detective and what big eyes you have? I want to. I want to see if I can like smell him, like if he's really there. Sure. Or if it's like some kind of illusion. Okay. Um, I'm going to say that's an investigate roll. Okay. Five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Ten. Okay. Nice. And your your questions are: Could you get? I get three. three. 
So go ahead and ask your um, questions. Is this really Baxby? In a manner. Uh, There's somebody physically there. Physically there. Okay. Um, is there like illusion happening with it? There's definitely magic. Okay. Um, and is, do I see any or notice any weaknesses? There doesn't seem to be like an obvious weakness that's happening right now. Okay. Nothing that like it, it really just looks like with the smack of magic that Baxby is there. Okay. Okay. Hit him in the glowy part. <laughs> yep. Z's hurting. Yeah. <laughs> so wearing a seashell necklace or something. That's like yeah. a very obvious magical focus. No. I'm just kidding. No. I'm like yeah. Well, yeah. I'll call down. Yeah, a little bit. A little bit. <laughs> oh, that would have been good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Inter- okay. Interesting. You hate me for what I was, and uh, here you are, ever more like I am. Learning to deal with it. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't just who you were that made me hate you. It's also what you did. Using your power to hurt people. <laughs> You know that saying about the pot and the kettle, right? Yeah, I hurt people who deserve it. And how do you determine who deserves it? Well, I look at people who are who are hurting innocent people. So, innocence has a lot of gray areas too. I suppose, but unlike you, I could actually see in color. So, oh, sorry. Are you above the dog jokes? Shade. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> good. Changing though you may be, still a rude bitch. Yeah, actually, that description's a little more apropos than it used to be, too. <laughs> so I've noticed. Yeah. And what little girl dressed in red are you hoping to achieve in this forest? Well, uh, I'm hoping to find a wicked witch. And maybe... You know, save a town. Or a city. Mm. And what about you? Do you think you... What do you think you deserve? Mm. Right now, tall glass of whiskey. Oh, yes. One of your favorite pastimes. Yeah. It's simple. It helps it make it easier to see past the shades of gray. Well, I'm afraid I can't let you through. Well, that is not surprising. And just what are you going to do about it? What I did last time we met. I feel like, like, readies her claws and, like, mm-hmm. kind of smirks a little bit. You have a chance to hit with all you've got. All right. I will do that. And I will use Nocturnal. Does Nocturnal work? Because there's sunlight here, but it's night in the real world. What is your reality right now? I think she's seeing this as false. Like, she thinks he's false. Like, he's okay. there, but she's re- thinking all of this is illusion. Okay. Um, 
Then I'll let you have nocturnal. Okay. Um, predator, fighter, and wild thing. All right. Oh, no. I'll keep it as a six thing. Six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. Okay. You managed to tear into him. But not unlike uh, Luke in the cave, what you find afterwards is yourself destroyed on the ground, bleeding out. Okay. So you like pull back kind of fast and like wipe her probably bloody hands (laughs) on her clothes. And the eyes are staring and pure wolf yellow. Hmm. I'm going to shudder a little bit step over it and try and keep moving to yeah. the forest. Get farther away from this gross thing. <laughs> but definitely like that's in her mind. Sure. Holbrook. Mm-hmm. You hear a very familiar voice from behind you. Go. Hey boss. And when you turn around it's Omar. But he looks worse for wear. He looks like he did when he was dead. I didn't get to say it before, but I'm real sorry, bud. Things should have turned out differently. A lot of things should have turned out differently. How many people have you lost now? More. More than I ever wanted to. And how many more are you willing to lose? None. And you think you're going to be able to manage that? I gotta try. You thought maybe this isn't the way to do it? I didn't start this. But you're going to finish it. Yep. I wouldn't have come knocking, but somebody came into my house and started hurting people. So I gotta do what I gotta do. You know only more people are gonna get hurt. Friends? Loved ones? Yeah. People like her? I don't know how much it's gonna cost, but it's a price I gotta pay. What are you really hoping to achieve here? I've spent the last few years just trying to help people. Maybe they don't want your help. Maybe they're happier not knowing. 
Yeah, that doesn't work for me. But I hope you're willing to lose more. Like I said, I'm I'm here to pay whatever price it takes. But people deserve to know the truth. And to know there's a place they could go, maybe? Where it doesn't have to be this way. Fool's errand. I've been foolish before. Well, I guess you're going to do you, boss. You always have. But there's going to be some heartache. It's tough to find an ache where there's not much left. Now, are we going to have a problem? Or you want to go find a nice tree? Have a rest? Well, maybe I can find some rest. Can't guarantee that the others will. And he goes, settles against a tree... It convulses once and then is the dead staring face that you saw that started all of this. I'll go over and do the Hollywood eyeball mm-hmm. brush. <laughs> Close the eyes. They pop right back open and seem to just be staring at you. Alright. <laughs> We're not going to touch that again. <laughs> uh... I'm going to start making my way through the forest. Okay. I don't want to touch the ground, though. So you're going to start flying through the forest? Yeah, but not like Superman sure. flying through, but just above Levitating. the ground. Levitating. Yeah. Moving along. It's quieter. Okay. Zane. You hear the sound of a woman crying. He uh, starts moving towards the the sobbing. And on the ground, crying her eyes out, is Francine Driscoll, who was a former girlfriend of yours. He stops. Shakes his head. Francine? Zane? Is that really you? Yeah. And he offers his hand. And she turns away from it. You're just gonna leave again. There was always something more important. And... all had decisions to make and you know how a lot of things in my life were sacrificed to get where I'm at including me 
Is that really what you wanted? It isn't necessarily what I wanted. Yeah, but there was other stuff you wanted that was more important, wasn't it? Wasn't there? He sits, it's like stands up straighter. We all have goals. Yours was the money. It was always the money. I didn't have anything else to give you. It wasn't enough. Will it ever be enough? What I've got going on here could get me more money than I've ever needed. Gives me a chance to build something that I've wanted to. Well, it definitely wasn't a life with me. How could you? No more than that, how dare you? There's like a, um, a wash of his emotion kind of going away that maybe it's more of Maybe a loss of Zane and more of the Rumple Siltskin. Sure. We all have deals to be made. And what deal are you hoping to strike here? One that will set me up. So it's still about the money. It's about the future. I'm sorry that what came of us came of us, but you knew what was happening in our relationship. Yeah. Yeah, I know. So you're just going to hurt more people for for the money. This is why you don't have friends. This is why you don't have me. This is why you don't have anybody. It's a price to pay to ensure what I need to get done gets done. It'll never be enough. You know that, right? can see where others have tripped up before, but 
I've always known that I'm the smartest. I look forward to seeing you fail. He steps back from her. Let's hope that you'll be around to see it. Gladly. And she seems to sort of just recede into the forest, Mm -hmm. leaving you alone again. Mira. You hear a very familiar voice singing out in the woods. Mm-hmm. And it is a extremely sad sound. I will approach the voice and see who is singing. And you see a girl in a gown that is neither quite pink or blue turn around to face you. Oh, it's you. I might have guessed you were looking for stepmother. The only person I'm working for is me. Is that so? Well, and spinner until I can find something better. I would not hold my breath. I don't think you have the fighting instinct. I think you'd like to get comfortable. Uh, you may become a headliner at the fishing well, but that's as far as you'll go. Trust me, I will. I have ambition more than you. Besides, You're getting so old. With age comes experience. And wrinkles. Yes. But don't forget, beauty fades. Idiocy is forever. As you're so fond of saying, but you know what? I'm going to be working long after you're gone. And maybe that's the issue. You see it as work. And you don't? Maybe I did it first. When I first started, it was a way to make money. A way to garner fame. But if that's all you want, that's all you'll get. And what do you want? Freedom. The ability to do what I want, when I want, with whomever I want. Making my own schedule. Being the person I always knew I could be. And you think you're going to have that opportunity here. Here in Scar City of all places. What makes you think I'm planning on staying in Scar City? Oh, and where exactly do you propose to go? No one leaves this city. No one who doesn't want to. And what precisely do you know that I don't know? Many things. It's one of the things that come with age. 
And again, wrinkles. Your makeup's cracking. Your voice is cracking. I can work on that. You can't do anything about your problem. Besides, you're just a hack who can't find their own voice. So content to steal from others. Is that your art? Stealing? What is art but taking what is already done and making it your own? But so perhaps stealing. you're right. I mean, perhaps it's too late to teach an old dog new tricks. I'm going to take her fucking voice. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so I want you to change the game. Yes. Uh, and we're doing cast magic spell, stealing people's voices. Um, that might be it. So plus two. Okay. Um, unless you let me add nerves of steel. Mm. I don't know that you are... Tell me, though. Mm-hmm. How is Mira feeling right now? Is she shaken by this or not? I think this is the showdown she's been expecting. Okay. I think she's not 100% sure whether it's real or not. Okay. Which is kind of the only thing that's really off-putting her. But again, what she said at the beginning, which was, I might have guessed you were working for stepmother, doesn't completely shock her. Because she mm-hmm. knows that... Um, what's her bitch? Lily. Lily, thank you. Um, that's right, there she is. Lily Foster. Uh, Lily Foster. Um, would do anything to get ahead. So it wouldn't surprise her she was working for stepmother. Sure, okay. Um, is it something where you feel nerves of steel applies? Probably not. Let's just do the two. Okay. I'll do cosmetic spell and stealing heels yeah. Uh, ten. She lets out a horrible choking noise. And around your neck appears another jewel. Beautiful. But the jewel cracks. Oh. And her voice comes floating back to her just for a moment. Hack. And she twirls her way off into the forest. Never likes that bitch. Moving on. As you all continue via your separate paths through the forest, you finally meet up in front of an extremely gnarled oak tree that is just really the stump of the tree before you uh, that seems to have sort of a recess into it into which you cannot see. Everybody all right? I really, really don't like this place. I suggest we get out here as soon as possible. I don't think we're all entirely alone here. Who knows what henchmen stepmother may be hiding in the shadows. Red kind of just like shivers a little bit and then... What's the next step? She's kind of like looking at the tree, mm-hmm. and you said there's like a deep recess. Like what? How, like how big? It's big enough for somebody to walk through. Got it. Without stooping. Okay. And you almost hear 
escaping from the tree. As if something inside the tree is breathing, or as if the tree is breathing? As if there's something inside that's been waiting. Well, no time like the present, eh? I will float forward into the tree. Alright. I'll go close after him, like, ready to fight. Sure. I'll be right behind you. Okay. I'll take up the rear. (laughs) Huzzah. Uh, I know where the mage goes in a party line. (laughs) (laughs) And you come out. (laughs) Good job, Dave. Stupid (laughs) multi-class. And you enter into a cottage. That seems warm. There's a fireplace that has got logs uh, merrily burning away. And back turned to you, you see a silver-haired woman rocking in a chair, knitting. I'm going to look around, just like try and observe everything I can about the cottage. Okay. Uh, using detective and what big eyes you have. Okay. Are you investigating or are you looking beyond the mist? What Ooh. kind of thing are you looking for? Are you I looking in the physical or are you looking for beyond? That's a good question. I think I'm just looking for dangers right now. Then just investigate. Okay. So it's more of a primal, yeah. earthly... Making sure there's not people there ready to pounce on us and all sure. that stuff. So Ooh, ten I know. It is you four. Oh, no. Eleven, twelve, sorry. I was adding two. It is you four. Okay. And this woman that sits rocking before you. Okay. Back turned. Okay. I'm gonna kinda like give you guys the look like like look around and then just like nod at her. The one thing you will notice mm-hmm. is the fireplace is burning away and you are inside of a co- a cottage and behind you where you came from, there is no door. But there also appears to be no windows in here. Oh. Awesome. It's not made of, like, gingerbread or something, right? No. Okay, good. Okay. Does it smell like kids? No, it does not smell like kids. <laughs> oh, thank God. <laughs> At least there aren't children here. <laughs> so <laughs> reading here is worst. Yeah. <laughs> so I kind of, like, give you guys, like, the look, like... Why don't we just throw her in the fire? And you hear the creaking of the chair rocking back and forth, and it finally stops, and the sound of the knitting needles stop. It was only a matter of time, I suppose. Quite the uh, warm welcome we've received. I just want to hold on for just a second. Sorry, pause this for a second. Um... Do we have the gems with us? I don't remember that part. Yes. Mm-hmm. We do. Okay, perfect. Uh-huh. Yeah. Good. Good. Yep. Okay. Excellent. But then we split them up. So we, so we yeah. Yeah, yeah, we're all we're yeah. Well three of you do then. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Sorry. And you'll know and you'll notice uh, the three of you carrying gems. They feel very warm in this place. Ooh. Mm. 
I hope you don't mind my uh, mm, investigation into your characters. But I had to be sure. Sure of what? Who you are. A simple hello with the words. I enjoy talking about myself. Of that I am extremely aware and found out for myself through our conversation. Without assuming, who might you be? Precisely who you think I am. Well, you've put on a lot of faces already since we've been here. So, pardon a simple girl for wanting you to exploit it. And simple you are, my dear. And she's still completely faced away from Mm -hmm. you guys. Staring at the fire. So you want to know who you are? You found out. Now what? Well, I suppose that's up to you. You've all some certain strength of character, be it brutish or greedy or altruistic or stubborn. Seemed there was no stopping you from reaching this point. Why did you start this? I started nothing. One of my men did. He took what wasn't his. None of you should have ever been involved. So I suppose I owe you an apology. Well, we're involved now. Clearly. Though we could quickly change that if you wish. I know at least one of you cares about wishes. What are you proposing? That wishes be granted. And you all go on your merry little ways as though none of this had ever happened. And you? I continue as I have. A force for good or ill in the city, depending on how you look at it. Good. How are you a force for good in the city. I've made many, many contributions and intend to continue doing so. And they do help the general populace, most of which are asleep. Only a few, such as yourselves, are awake to at least some of the reality, whereas I am awake to the full reality. 
And it is a burden, if I may say. A belt and eased by the destruction of those who work for you? I have very, very stringent standards. And when those standards are not met, unfortunately, punishments must be doled out as necessary. I'm going to start, like, kind of casually, like, just walking around the room. Um, when I get to any parts of the room, is the, does the gem heat up, like, I'm closer to another gem? It warms up a little bit, but as you start to move, her hand flashes up behind her mm -hmm. in sort of a stop right there kind of gesture. Mm -hmm. I'll stop. I'm not sure what you're hoping to achieve, and you're the one that I'm the most concerned about. But let us have a civil conversation first. I'm just not good at standing still, is all. Nor was Baxby. But he was loyal. Good dogs are. Your insistence on calling him a dog, considering everything that you are, is laughable at best. Well, I suppose at some point it takes one to know one. Clearly. What would make you happy, Red? Perhaps this? And... It was not there a second ago, but sitting very carefully folded at your feet is your coat. Oh. She just kind of, like, she, like, takes a, like, half sit back in surprise and, like, just kind of stares at it. And then, like, looks up at her companions and just kind of, like, eyes a little wide. Deals were made that I did not agree to. It's only fair that you have that back. This is obviously a deal that you're making now. So what's the, on the other half of it? Thriving detective agency, perhaps? Perhaps a better understanding of the forces that have been waging inside of you. There's much that I could offer. But if this trinket makes you feel more comfortable, then by all means. In return, going for going back to the dark, for not knowing, not seeing. You do so much better in the dark, my dear. We both know it. She's going to take like a little bit of a step back again, but not like mm -hmm. leave arm's reach of the coat. Yeah. 
what use of you of the daylight world anyway? You can't buy us all off. She's kind of, she says that very uncertainly and <laughs> kind of looking for two guys to be like, right? This is super. <laughs> who are you to decide who gets to know? And who are you to decide? Do you think that they would be happier knowing? I am. Do you think they can even see it? Don't they deserve a chance? Lots of people deserve a chance. Yourself included, but... But you just want to keep things all for yourself. I want to keep things as orderly as possible. As long as you're on top of the order. Well, with keeping the peace comes certain perks. Mm. Some of you would not mind terribly being a little further up in the order. Isn't that right, my dear Zane? Or would you prefer Mr. Clayton? Something formal and distinct. It seems like the lies you want everyone to buy in on always leave you in control. What lies, my dear? The fact that this is orderly when innocent people are getting killed. That Mm. this has something to do for good when it seems like it's always turning rotten. You all lived quite fine lives before you got involved. Everything was as it was. You gave no never mind to me or my empire. Nor does the rest of the population. It was a fluke that you were involved in the first place. Again, I apologize. It was one of my men who has since been dealt with. He thought he knew better. And again, you're the one deciding that he didn't know better. He took what wasn't his. Is stealing not a crime? Why was it... Excuse me. Why was it yours? I found it. I found it after much looking. A beautiful red gem. Gorgeous. Happily away from the others. Looking, though, for its counterparts. Oh, the wealth I could have brought into this city. Unfortunately, though, he didn't understand exactly what he had come across. And traded it away for paper money. Stealing. So it seems your people aren't quite as loyal as you let on. 
Greed sometimes trumps loyalty. As, again, one among you is extremely aware of. Is it loyalty at all if it just comes from fear? Does it matter? Yeah, it does. And you think that your people aren't afraid of you. I didn't say that. But my people know that I'm trying to look out for them. The whole reason I'm standing here, because you involved one of my people. I involved no one. Again, I apologize for the failings of one of mine. I can only apologize so much for those that work under me as you, no doubt, would be frustrated should you be held so accountable for the faults of your men. No, indeed. But they all know that I'd have their back. Are you suggesting I don't have the back of my people? Sure, as long as they benefit you. You can suck the life right out of them until there's nothing left. Are you speaking of Argent? Well, for one. Who knows how many others? She was disloyal. Oh. And Jeanette? Also did something of a disloyal nature, and as you know, I did not kill her. And she was quite able to deal with said punishment, and continues to remain in my employ. I am nothing if not benevolent. Oh, sure. Cutting off somebody's arm. That's that's just kindness. Of a person who I knew had the skill and craft to be able to make something else for themselves that was just as good if not better. And that to the general populace remains just an arm. I'm going to try. I'm going to try while um, this conversation's going on. Mm -hmm. Especially since I felt my jam warm up a little bit more when I moved. I haven't moved around. But I'm going to try and, like, see... Especially since I think the rest of the forest is an illusion. I'm going to try and see, like, past the veil now. Okay. Like, and see, like... Because I feel like we're probably... I feel like she assumes, and this is probably totally wrong, but, like, we're in, like, an office room, but, like, with the gems around, like, making, helping some sort of illusion. Mm. Okay. So she's looking to see past what we're seeing. Roll your mythos for this. Oh, okay. Mm. So you get a plus two. Plus two, okay. Six, seven, eight, nine, ten. A ten. Okay. You get clues equaling your mythos, which is two. Two. Okay. Are the other gems in this room? Gem. Gem. Okay. So there's one more gem. Okay. Um, then where is it? On some who's wearing it. <laughs> okay. As we like to say so fondly in this game, brr, 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 brr. <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay. Yeah. Um, okay. Those are my two questions. Okay. But do I see? I mean, like, do I see other? Does the room appear to be real? Or it, it looks extremely real. Okay. It feels as real as the veil does. Got it. Okay. Good to know. It's a place of deep magic, but it is not all trickery and illusion. Got it. Okay. Cool. Excellent. All right. So, if your plan wasn't to kill Holbrook's man with your gem, what was your plan for the gems? To get more gems that would be an infusion of capital into this city and continue to keep things as comfortable for the citizenry as possible. They seem so happily, blissfully unaware. Why would they want to wake up to another reality to know that all of their time and toil was all for naught? Because it's not real. Like, just letting them continue toiling, as you put it, for something that's still not real isn't any kinder. Like, letting them live in an illusion, spending their whole lives... They seem content. Have you... Surely you've encountered many instances where they could not see and refuse to see and do not want anything but this reality. But they're not given the choice. They They don't don't want choice. Have you asked them? Or are you making this decision for them? I've seen it. I've seen it countless times. They're not interested in choice. But a choice you all have. And that's really what's important here. I'm gonna like look at Hallbrook. I'm gonna like pat my pocket where the gem is. And like look at stepmother and then look it back at you like very pointedly. I'm gonna do that with everybody, just like very pointedly. Um. I have a read subject feature power. Okay. I've never used it before. Like, how would I enact that if I wanted to read Stepmother's Future? You wanted to read her future? Oh, my. You would look beyond the mist, and what I'm going to do is let you have your mythos and that as an additional. So you will get a plus three to look beyond the mist. And then gold strands? Four, four. No, no. All right. Beep, 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 beep. <laughs> 12. 12. You wanted to read her future. Yeah. How far into her future are you intending to read? With the 12, I'll let you decide at what point in her future you would like to look. And What's her you five get clues year plan? Equaling, <laughs> you get clues equaling your mythos, which is two. two. So I will let you have two points in her future that you're able to peer at. Um, five years. Five years. Yeah, mm-hmm. let's keep it businessy. <laughs> <laughs> um, at this current trajectory, much the same as it's been. A hundred years. She exists beyond this reality. 
and is running a empire that does not appear to be anything you've ever seen before or anything in this city. And you get this gut feeling mm-hmm. that the reality you're looking at for this future is the true pinnacle of what her mythos is manifested. Do I get a sense of the overall emotion of that future? Blissfully unaware. You get this this blissful feeling that just runs over you, but also is this magical tinkling sound of joy. Um, <laughs> oh, <laughs> uh, it's quite just blissful. Trying, yeah, I'm trying to I'm trying to work in some sound effects. I know what's up. Um, but it's it is blissful in a like bland sort of way. Like no innovation, no Mm-mm. creativity. You're not seeing a world that would be a hundred years removed from the forties. You're seeing, if anything, something that seems more like what you would have read in history books, or truly the culmination of a fairy tale. And from that you also get a taste of the fact that she, what what you are, she is several steps beyond. Sometimes you gotta spend money to make money. And she goes, interesting. Seems Argent's not the only one that could see things, though hers were a little less far-reaching. You could find great wealth in my employ, you realize. I was like, uh, when he used his powers, like his eyes went gold. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then when she starts talking, it like snaps him out of it. Yeah. It's so bland. But happy. Ignorant. What do you think this city is? Some of it. The other. Most of it. Aside from a few exceptions. The exceptions find each other and seem to think that there's greater numbers than there are. But it seems we've idled long enough. It seems time for choices. And she slowly stands up 
and turns to face you all. And her face seems to sort of morph between the people that you encountered in the forest. And it's not that her face is changing exactly, it's just that you can't quite pin down the features. There's a reason they call me stepmother. Because I help people find what they need in a parent to help guide them to their correct paths. I can help all of you. If you'd only let me. Answers, wealth, fame, the ability to help people more than you have, to not let others be hurt. All of these things are within my power, and I would gladly give them. You don't even have to give up the gems if you don't wish. But let me help you. You all are suffering so much. And it's needless. Red's gonna bend down and pick up the coat. Mm-hmm. And if Seventh lets you, like, we'll go stand next to Stepmother. And she stands there very quietly, hands sort of, uh, fingers intertwined in front of her. Mm-hmm. And just sort of nods a little. (laughs) David's rolling up his sleeves (laughs) and doing his cufflinks. This is the way it's gotta be. And what way is that? You gotta let people make their own choices. I'll let you make yours right now. I have. And the rest of you? I've seen things beyond the veil. I have felt things beyond the veil that are surprising myself to say I was more than fame. What good is being famous if you don't know who you are? Wouldn't you like some more time to find out who that is? And while you're at it, perhaps remain young? Young for enough time to find out who you are? You are starting on the journey rather late, my dear. Um, can I do cunning and you don't expect me to fall for that? Because I think she's bullshitting. Sure. Super eight. Eight? Yeah. 
she's willing to offer whatever you want. It's not a trick. She will give you what you want. Or at least what she's very certain that you want, especially given the conversation you had out in the woods. You know, Mr. Clayton, there needn't be other names on the building than yours. But I would know that even though it is only my name, it really isn't my building. I have no intention of overseeing any of your personal business. That interests me in the very least. All I want to do is facilitate. He glances over at Holbrook. There's always a bigger fish. Oh, dear Mr. Holbrook. Of all of them, you are the most complicated. You have truly, truly the best intentions. Not always the best means, but the best intentions. And like me, wish to grant things for other people and still maintain some measure of hold. You cannot deny that you have a hold over your men. You have a gang. No, I do. And uh, let's not pretend that you don't have a streak of thievery about you. No, that's true, too. Wouldn't you like to have more of an empire under your grasp? One that is aligned with another gang in the city that no one will mess with. You see, that's the problem. I want a city where we don't have to have a gang to get by. I want a city where the sun comes out sometimes. Where there's hope, where there's a future, not where we're all just scrabbling around in the dirt while you sit up here in your lofty forest. That's not the right choice. Think of how much good you could do were you seated up here as well. Oh, sure. Think about how many more people you could leech dry in your quest to stay on top. Me, Zane. I saw that twinkle in your eye. As soon as you thought he might be useful. What can I say? I have an eye for talent. Mm hmm. And she looks very pointedly at Mira. 
talent I seem to be surrounded by tonight. And what would you make of my talent? What good could I possibly do you? Why keeping the citizenry happy through your wonderful song? Your song, not anyone else's, no one else's voices, yours, pure and unfiltered, and a chance to really find that voice. I know it's there. So do I. I've heard that voice, at least part of it. I heard it beyond the veil. I know where it lies. And I could be the biggest star in Scar City. But it wouldn't be as real as I felt there. Hopok is right. You would just use us. And once we stopped being useful to you, Zenvat, you would find someone new, just like everybody else. And you, my dear. Do you stand next to me to stand next to me, or do you stand next to me because you think it will gain you an advantage? My coat represents a lot of things. But I'm not willing to give up. It's a big part of who I am. It's been the only thing that stood between me and becoming the monster for many years. If I lose it, I don't know if I'm any better than you. A monster you think I am? Oh yeah. monster with good intentions perhaps but even monsters are just following their natural instincts then decisions have been made as I said they would and you have free will to do so all of you <laughs> Every time I get to a cool thing, it's gonna be a bad day. Just do it. Do it. All right. When she's been talking to us, can we see where she has the gem? Is it on her? Is she wearing it like a necklace, or is it just okay? Rip it out of her chest. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little gruesome for me. Kalima. Yeah. 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 <laughs> the only jewelry she seems to have on her is a very simple wedding band. Oh, okay. Oh. How else would she be a stepmother if she had to marry someone? You know what? Here's what's gonna happen. Do you tell? Magic wand. Magic wand time. Alright. And I'm just gonna go 
pointed at her. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to use cast a magic spell. Okay. Just what you need. Mm-hmm. Transmutation. Okay. Mm. Um, to try and help her. Oh. Okay. So, like, the intention of the spell is to give her what she needs. To let her out of this spiral of consuming everything around her. I think that is a change the game role. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Do it. And I think that it's going to have to be a very good role. Sure. Okay. Look, I found a way to get a plus three. <laughs> okay, you did it. This is my yeah, best yeah. roll ever. Highest one you've had. Here comes the double ones. Uh, oh my god, you almost called it. Why did you curse yourself it's like a that? One and a two. Look, be positive, Dave. No, no, no. Sometimes you just gotta nose in. You just gotta go for the dive. And I thought it was gonna work. So it's a six. It is a six. <laughs> yeah, we did it. <laughs> oh, my air horn compressor died. <laughs> she looks you dead in the eye, and her face kind of coalesces into the face of your dead wife. I knew that was coming. That's cold blooded. <laughs> 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 I have what I want. Do you? Again, I offer it, and it's my last time offering it. I could bring her back, you know. No, you can't. You can't ever bring back that light to a city that's filled with darkness. Then you've made your choice for the second time. I would like you to face danger. Sure. <laughs> I've never actually had to do that role. Is there any kind of like a... Uh Never mind, doesn't matter. Never mind. What what kind of danger? So I know what tags might apply. You're like, not entirely sure. You just okay. know that you feel that your life is in danger right now, and it is a pure gut reaction. Uh I'm gonna go with dodge bullets. Okay. Like in an effort to move quickly. Sure. Um Like street cred? Nah, okay. Criminal, maybe? Okay. I'll give you dodge bullets because it gives you the opportunity to be, be quick, else. not only physically, but mentally. Sure. Here we go. Maybe switch the dice. I did! Well, the, the same type. Yeah, you need to. What's your total? Five. Five? 
That's what I do. I get beat the hell up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you feel and hear the horrible splitting of your wings. <gasps> Dave's taking off his wing. Oh, oh no, I'm caught on my headphones. Oh. <laughs> oh. Oh, the thing. Hold on, I think I can. Oh, man. Oh. oh. You... I have only taken away the ability to help yourself. The next time I will take away your ability to help others. When Red uh, sees that happen, she's going to throw her coat into the fireplace behind them. Okay. And jump at Stepmother. Like, attack her. Okay. <laughs> so you're going with, like, a pure, straight-up hit with all you got? Yep. Alright. I'm going to put everything. So, Predator Fighter. I don't know if Nocturnal would apply at this point anymore, because she sort of, like, has bought into this now. Yeah, but she's definitely just going to put wi- wild thing in there and ready to fight. Okay. Nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Right. Yes. Okay. That's not. I can do it. You managed to slash across her face, mm-hmm. and she turns her head. And brings it back slowly to face you, and it's Baxby's face again. Okay. Animal. That's all you're going to have left. That's all you're going to be. And I'm a lot more than just this thing that you see. Maybe. But every wolf has her pack. She's gonna jump at her again. <laughs> Actually, you're going to face danger. Okay. Uh, as she goes to backhand you. Okay. I'm gonna add wild things ready to fight and predator again. Okay. Just to kind of like dance around and move fast. Seven, eight, nine, ten. Ten. You just dodge out of the way. Okay. As she almost backhands you. Okay. Mutts should be taught their place. I'm not a good girl. Clearly. They've gotten a chance to yep. act, so Mira and Zane, you have a chance to act. But stepmother is going to meet you step for step. Of course she is. Um... I think it's time for you to sleep. I'm gonna try to put this bitch to sleep. Alright, so... I mean, when you're using the term bitch, you should probably be really clear right now. Yes. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Colloquially, not... Okay. (laughs) Why don't you try to change the game? Okay. Uh, So I'm gonna cast magic spell. Words are power. Because I'm telling her to sleep. Mm -hmm. Uh, Entrancing voice, power suggestion. Okay. It's plus four. Do it. Oh my god, seven. Jesus. Good thing it was plus four. 
<laughs> Super good. So you have a seven. Mm-hmm. Stay away from my dice. Which is the bottom end of a hit. But it is a hit. <laughs> Her eyes flutter for a moment. And then she turns and looks at you with the face of Lily. No. I thought you'd be better at sleeping with all the practice you've gotten. Ooh. Remember this face. It's one of the last ones you'll see. I want you to face danger. Uh-huh. She is going to try and turn things back on you and take your voice. Oh, shit. Ooh. Okay. Hmm. Let's do... Definitely nerves of steel. I think that applies. Yes. Okay. Very much so. Um, would I be able to meet her spell for spell? Not to take a secret voice, but at least counteract. Counterspell. Because it's a you, spell that I know. Because it's a spell that you know, it gives you awareness of how it might work. Okay. I think that might just be plus one. Oh. Buddy, Do the thing. I believe Welcome. in you. All right, yeah. that's a twelve. I will take it. Nice. I will take that twelve. Good dice. So she doesn't manage to steal your voice. Mm-hmm. The voices that you happen to be wearing today, mm-hmm. because I'm sure you have more than you wear on a regular basis. Of course. Yeah. All of the gems crack. <gasps> you just hear this shattering <laughs> as those voices crack and you hear a cacophony of screams being released mm. from those gems. Nightmares. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> now those are just his gem or, or her gems, not, not the gems. The gems. No, not okay. the gem. I was like, but oh. no, everything that has a voice. The in voice it. gems. She, she has. Okay, perfect. perfect. Mm. Zane, what would you like to do? guess he hasn't... He wants to do, like, a quick read of the room. Okay. But I feel like it's kind of like a fool's errand to see if there's anything that seems of import. To, but he wouldn't know that, I guess. Mm-hmm. Well, Red did kind of indicate to us that she has a gem. But it didn't indicate anything else about right. the room, necessarily. Right. And I didn't Do you look. want to read Stepmother to see if there is something else that hasn't been spotted yet? Yeah. If you want to do that, I'm going to say it's going to be a Pierce the Veil. Okay. And I will let you use your Mythos. Mm-hmm. So plus two. And I won't tell you why, but you're allowed to have your gold strands. Holla. <laughs> so. That is a 11. An 11. Dun, 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 dun. She... This place was hiding in plain sight. She is very good at hiding in plain sight. 
It seems for all of this that she has and everything that she is, she's wearing a very plain gold wedding ring. And there's something about it that makes you kind of cock your head a little bit. <laughs> he is going to Can I see the effects that Mira did on her? Does he feel like they were effective in some way? Sorry, apparently the following is only for mature audiences. <laughs> Viewer discretion advice. Um, if what Mira did was effective. Yeah. Um... It seems like if it had hit harder, it still would have been temporary. And it's the same feeling that you got before it. She is just... The level that you are, like if you're looking at it mechanically with two Mythos versus two Logos, mm -hmm. she is beyond that. And is more... what is inside of her than you guys are. Mm. Sounds like a good time. It's a great time. <laughs> I'm having fun. <laughs> Meanwhile, the fairies are in the lobby going, <laughs> <laughs> and they're yeah. having a great time also. <laughs> oh, good. I got, like, as soon as you did that, I was like, what, they're on fire now? <laughs> oh, God. Well... Because the security guard is very confused. He's like, what? Is this now the coat's on fire. Like, nobody knows. Um. But we are people. <laughs> business, business, business. <laughs> We're going to work. Yeah. Yeah. I'm assuming I still have the green gem. You, however you guys decided to dole them out, yes. Yeah. Uh, he pulls it out. And he just kind of stands there with it. Mm -hmm. And then she can do whatever she wants. Mm. I want you to face danger. Oh, son of a... <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Um, can I use cautious or cunning? Sure, you can use both. Sweet. Then that would be a 11. Okay. 
<laughs> she has somehow hesitated in just straight up snatching the gem from you. Mm. You all decided to do it the difficult way. It didn't have to be like this. And she reaches her hands out and the walls of this cabin, all of the wood starts to sprout and starts turning into long branches that seem to be coming in towards all of you. There's still a chance for three of you to walk away. One of you has made their decision twice and very clear. And we are essentially top of ground. you like to do? I am going to try magic again. Okay. Uh, So cast a magic spell. Just what I need. Mm -hmm. But I'm going to activate a weakness. Okay. The dark magic is forbidden. All right. Because mm. I intend to hurt this person. All right. Oh. All right, Aim. Let's see what you get. Hey! You just had to do bad stuff the whole that's time. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I just, that's what I get. Being a nice guy, the dice know that's yeah. not my true you nature. You just rolled an 11, so yes. on the dice. Okay. So that's 12. Because the, the, yes. that yeah. reduces one away, so a 12. What dark magic are you casting? I th- I want to make her outside look like her inside. Mm. Not not in the the fly kind of a way, but, <laughs> but like but like and it exploded. Like she's she's just a dark twisted person and I think that she needs to be that way on the outside. So gnarled up, you know, like arthritic knuckles and just turning into this pained existence on the outside Mm -hmm. that she sort of represents as this malignancy on the city. Mm -hmm. You watch as she starts to just twitch and rise and starts to, like, every, like, muscle and bone convulses until she is very much an old hag. And interestingly, she has um, where the ring was is now a giant gem seated on top of it that has a corrupted oil slick look to it. Mm. Hmm. 
Is this what you wanted? It doesn't matter what the outside looks like. I can still hurt you. I don't doubt it. But what I want is to end this. And the only way that's going to happen is once you're gone. Have it your way. I want you to face danger again. As she reaches out one of her gnarled fingers in your direction. While she's doing that, is there a different feel to the gyms now? Oh, just is there a different feel to the gyms now? They are just shy of uncomfortably hot. Mm. All right. Five. Because I'm, I'm, I can't really dodge bullets anymore. I don't have wings. Mm. It's mm. not my jam. Those dice hate you. <laughs> Those dice hate you a lot. Yeah. Can I help? I feel like this is like good and evil facing off right here, and yeah. he's managed to pull off a big stunt, and she's. Back. No, no. She's going legit. to go like this and crick her finger and make your wand start to split. You hear it, and it doesn't quite break in half, but you can see where like all of the like tendons of the wood expand suddenly out, and yeah. start to be stressed in the center of your wand. Anyone else? I have so much pain I could dole out. That's quite a ring you have there. I wish I had it. Oh. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> okay. <coughs> okay. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> Do you want to borrow someone else's dice? I, I got out entirely new dice. <laughs> Now and they worked really well once. Now, can we, like, double-team this? Like That's only tri- for Happy Jack's Nights. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, bye. We have to switch the light scheme in yeah, here. Yeah, that'll be very <laughs> But Since I also have cast a magic well. spell, it, is there any kind of synergy? Just yeah, as a yeah. question, the corruptive power on the gem, does Zane get a feel that it's an emotion that stepmother is putting into the gym? Hard to tell in this instance with everything going on. You'd have to really stop and look. Screw it. Well, my hope here... Okay, how how about this? Why doesn't everybody tell me what they're doing in this moment? (laughs) Well, Red was about to jump to try and like rip off her hand and her finger and what get the, the gem. Get it. Okay. Yeah. So if like that could like play into his wish or her wish, sorry. Um like to be like the conduit of how that I don't know. That was I was 
And then Zane wants to suck the evil emotion out of her. Is that a thing? Yeah, <laughs> he has siphon emotions. Let's do it. <laughs> All right. Nice. Speak. How do I want to do that? <laughs> that Max head is about to explode. <laughs> well, I want to do something that's fair, but at the yeah. same time, you are facing the hardest oh, yeah, danger yeah. that you've ever faced. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and she's super more powerful than we are. And we're having a good time. <laughs> I'll offer you guys a deal. Okay. Oh. Everybody gets to roll. Okay. You don't get to add any bonuses. Okay. Everybody gets to roll two d six. Okay. And I want to hear the results from each of you, and then we'll determine what happens from there. All right. Do okay. Oh. Oh Ooh. God, Kimmy, no! What did I start? All right. So Kimmy's got snake eyes. Yeah. Nine. Nine. Ten. Ten. Eight. Eight. Okay. <laughs> I used up all my luck earlier. <laughs> now. We did it. Don't you put that email on me, Ricky Bobby. <laughs> Alright, so three of you got what would have been success rolls. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let me roll around the table here and we'll we'll go through what happens. Mira wishes that she had the ring. Mm-hmm. And Holbrook is trying to grant this, yes? Yeah. And you both had successes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I had a nine, he had a ten. The ring disappears from stepmother's fingers. It shows up on Mira's. Mira suddenly takes on, it's like Lord of the Rings where Gladriel's like, you will have a powerful queen instead. Mm-hmm. Stepmother crumbles to the ground into just a pile of dust and bones. But Mira is suddenly imbued with the corruption of this gem. Oh, good. We have Zane, who's trying to siphon it off. And we have uh, Red, who is trying to attack. You are able to pull the corruption off, Mm -hmm. Zane. But it has to be directed somewhere. <laughs> and we have Red, who was lunging at a target that's no longer there, but that Mira is standing right behind. Mm hmm. It's not pretty. Your target doesn't change. Because I imagine your target was that you were aiming to get the gem. Yes. The gem is still there. It's just a little bit further 
and you are in this rage lunging yourself. Mm-hmm. We're going to have, again, some more, I guess, Lord of the Rings action happening here. And that finger yeah. that the ring appeared on on Mira. Yeah. Cute. Right off with one of Red's claws. Mm-hmm. As the corruption is being pulled out of it. And Zane, you are holding on to that corruption. Where are you going to direct it? Is there... Because he doesn't want to try to hit anybody. Sure. But does it feel like he could gain some advantageous thing from this corruption? (laughs) You would be not unlike stepmother. You would take it on and your nature of Rumpelstiltskin, which is based in a lot of there's a lot of greed going with that. Mm -hmm. You're it's going to magnify the bad aspects of this mythos that you carry within you. And one of your logos will be destroyed. And the mythos, he would always be fighting this corruption until he can get rid of it. Yeah, yeah, he'll eat it. So as all of this happens in just the blink of an eye, Mira loses a finger the, you know, magic spell is happening with, you know, uh, hoping that, you know, making the ring appear on her, stepmother crumpling, red attacking, the corruption being sunk, you know, uh, pulled out of it. This pure crystal gem blink, blink, blink to the ground in the center of all of you. And it is the exact same size and shape as the other gems that you have. Mirror is screaming because she just lost a finger. <laughs> sure. One of those logos that you have there, Eli, is gone now. So one of your normal everyday things. We're not going to be a stockbroker anymore. <laughs> yeah. That's super just gone. And it's like, it's so much so that it's almost as if that side of your life never existed. Okay. And you're all presented with this. Was gem there like some kind of visual to his stuff? There was this sort of like oil slick mm-hmm. that was more of a feeling than a visual. This just okay. sense of like corruptness and sort of what was keeping stepmother together. Mm-hmm. That seems to have just sort of gone somewhere. Mm-hmm. And you don't necessarily know exactly where okay. because all of this is happening at the same time and it's just chaos. Right. And like immediately like the branches start receding on the walls and you are faced with just what turns into like a normal business floor. I'd make a dive to try and help Mira. Okay. Since she's the most obviously traumatized one. 
I think shirt. Zane has like a pocket square. Pulls <laughs> it out. I think Red's still super focused on the gem, but also like, oh, I'm holding Mirror's finger. Drop the finger. Gross. <laughs> and then also like, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. My finger is gross. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I think just like startled because that's not what she was expecting, and she'd kind of been in like wolf mode and like, whoa, okay. So, um, and then I think she's gonna bend over and pick up the gem and just put it in her pocket with the other one. Mm-hmm. And you feel when you put it in the pocket with the other gem, it goes. Oh. And fuses. Okay. Oh. oh she's gonna bend over and pick up Mira's finger and take it away. It's gross. I'm really sorry. I was aiming for stepmother. Can you can you I wish her finger was back on? <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> We couldn't go for like, oh, let's get some first aid going here. It's going to end up on my forehead, I know it. (laughs) This is how tentacles start. I'm sorry. Now, you're going to take a negative for your wand being splintered. It needs to be repaired. Yeah. You got to take it to the wand repair shop. (laughs) (laughs) Got to go on the like Jedi journey to build a new one. Um, you get the feeling that eventually your wand and your wings will recover, but this was a, quite a number. Quite an ouchie. Yeah, you you had some ouchies. Sorry to put the fingers back on the hand. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I'm going to try. I'm okay. Gonna try. Like, uh, just what you need, cast a magic spell, minus one for wand. Sure. Somewhat busted. Mm-hmm. Or yeah. is it worse than that? I'm just going to give you a negative one right okay. now. Okay. Because you're also in adrenaline mode, so sure. you're just wanting this magic to work. Is that something about just helping people or something? Well, that's the just what you need thing. Oh. The helping people is not oh, like a power yeah, tag. Like it's power, like, yeah. yeah, sorry. It's cool. <laughs> I'll take a nine. A nine? We did it. <laughs> I can't do that right now. (laughs) (laughs) Fingers crossed. It's on there. There is a very fine scar line. So it's not completely unscathed, but you could cover it with a ring. (laughs) And I do. Yes. Yes. Did did we win? I think so. I'm going to pull out the gems that have, like, fused. Mm-hmm. And just hold them up. I, I guess they all fuse together when they get close. The other ones didn't do that, but that one's definitely different. Maybe it's like the keystone. Yeah. They're also uncomfortably warm, so I'm going to put them back in my pocket. So They're mind. very warm. The other two are starting to feel extremely warm as well. Ah. And... Getting beyond uncomfortably warm. Yeah. Wait, maybe we're supposed to put them together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If and it. Are you? He's super. Like, is there like any shift to the mm-hmm. gym? Is there what shift to the gym? Because it's a- like vibrating in your hand. Red's gonna lean in so it's closer. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. In the go and turn into 
this kaleidoscope of like all the colors oh. and it's so hot you have to let it go okay. and it drops to the ground and you can see it like revealing like blobs of this other world to you as it starts to heat up and as you all I imagine eventually go outside and stuff you go outside and the sun is coming up in Martian City for the first time without clouds without the mist and it seems like all the people that you see walking around are waking up and it is a new dawn in Marchant City. Yay! <laughs> That's like the we're all walking down the street and we do yeah. like the jump in the freeze frame. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. like, oh, nice! That's awesome. Oh, good, we did that. I was very tense for a long time. There. <laughs> as soon as you picked up the coat and went to the other side, I was like, oh, it's oh, <laughs> I was like, "That's a great choice," yeah. But ooh, I, like, I can't, I can't fight her. I <laughs> sleep spell. Yeah. Damn, it. Damn it! Yeah, I could see Zane going like, "All right, guys, that was nice meeting you. <laughs> I'm gonna go on a vacation. Time to hit the old yeah. dusty trail." Yeah, yeah. I'm so the the yeah. future of Margin City is still uncertain, but it does seem like there's a better chance yeah. than there ever was before. <coughs> Super good, Mac. Yes, very good. So good. Super fun system. Yeah. Like, really different. Yeah. Really makes you think. Yeah. yeah, I was just about to say, we have some time, so I'd love to, like, yeah. decompress, especially yeah. because, yeah. like, I had ideas that you guys, like, subverted. I'd love to know what you guys thought about mm-hmm. the system and about the game because, well, it helps me be a better GM. And also, I'm just really genuinely curious because you guys did a lot of things that I was not expecting. <laughs> And um, really shifted the trajectory of the game because of making interesting decisions. So yes. I really appreciate Yay. that. Yay! Yeah, no, it was fascinating. Mm-hmm. It's very good. It's and it's. I've played a lot of games that like have tried to capture like the noir mystery feel, and this is the first mm-hmm. one that I feel like nailed it. And I feel like a lot of that was you and your mm-hmm. world building, but also the system lends itself really well to it. It's Which is uh, interesting because the system is actually built as a neo-noir system. Oh, yeah. So I actually decided to take it back and make it oh, a okay. 1940s game because mm-hmm. I don't I don't tend to run contemporary games. It's not really my jam. Mm-hmm. Um, so this game system is really meant for a little bit more contemporary than I was actually running it. Okay, mm. you did a great job. Yeah. yeah, thank you. You hit all the keystones mm-hmm. perfectly. Yeah, it's uh, it's been really interesting. I actually just to side step for a hot second. Uh, I actually started running my very first contemporary game recently, and mm. it's been very weird for me. <laughs> I, I've i never run a contemporary game, wow. uh, except for recently, because mm-hmm. I'm running a contemporary game of Vampire. Nice. But, yeah, City of Mist, to me, felt like it was just a perfect system to take back in time a little bit further. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, I really think it added, I think, a lot to have it in that time period, because I think that it adds more to the mystique of it when I think neo noir is a little bit too contemporary, mm-hmm. you know, where I think that this really felt like, you know, the archetypes that we were playing really felt like they fit into the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So, how much of the like 
missed thing was your world building and how much is like sort of part of the system. There's a lot in the system with people being like asleep to everything okay. and so the idea of like what um so so most of the population is asleep to what's going on yeah. and they don't really think beyond the mist and they can't see magic and they can't experience it by way of interpreting what it looks like to a general populace and you guys were doing stuff that was magical that was up to me to decide what it looked gotcha. like like the fairies looking mm-hmm. like ephemera in street lights mm-hmm. was something that is a part of what the system describes but the specifics were up to the storyteller to help narrate mm-hmm. The fairies were awesome, by the way. They were one of my favorite things. Yeah. I was very excited every time they showed yep. up. And Rickety. What are they going to yeah, fuck up Rickety was oh, good. Oh, he was heartbreaking, but also awesome. There was so much that I had to come up with on the fly because I just didn't know where you guys were going to go with yeah. stuff. And so, to be fair, neither did we. Yeah. 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 To be fair. Uh, to be fair. <laughs> we had no idea. Yeah, like, uh, I originally didn't I, I really didn't I had like some of the structure pieces but a lot of the NPCs were completely on the fly nice oh, wow. um, including Jeanette who I envisioned as being um, sort of a Geppetto mythos mm-hmm. yeah, so sure. I tried to have a good mix of NPCs that were just asleep and mm-hmm. NPCs that were had a mythos behind them yeah yeah, yeah that yeah. was cool for sure and it was fun to play in a world where like there was that you didn't quite know who was what mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. figuring out as we got to know characters like as a player like right. oh I know who you are yeah oh I got yeah. that yeah that was fun yeah. yeah and then me just trying to figure out nightmare fuel yeah well you did Great. it well done yeah super yeah. did it yeah <laughs> you hit one of my big ones yeah dolls are mm. yeah I kind of figured dolls would be probably a no-no place for a lot of people but I also thought that it would be a really fascinating oh, way to interpret like a Geppetto no, it was, character. It was, yeah, was yeah. It, you hit that line perfectly. I'm like, I am terrified, but I'm okay. I mean, it's like one step further down the creepy doll path. I'm like, where's that card? <laughs> but you, you nailed it. Like it was perfect. Yeah, yeah, very good. I think the most on the fly thing for me was probably actually the caterpillar. Oh yeah, that was really yeah, good. I thought that was planned yeah. for sure. Oh, it super wasn't. I'm like, what can they face <laughs> in the tunnels? They did this too fast. That's one of the things about the system that's like good and difficult as a GM is because of the clue system especially mm-hmm. it speeds everything up a lot mm-hmm. like I've been in so many games where things go so slow yeah. and then this game I'd be like here's the recap you guys did 16,000 things mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah we did we, Yeah, I think that was one of the interesting things about this system and, and I don't know if it's the system or the way you run the game, but like I felt like every episode we got a ton done. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like every other mm-hmm. campaign I've ever been in, I feel like we've got like some episodes where like we get a bunch done, and then there's some where we kind of like talk and think more. Mm-hmm. And I feel like like we talked a lot and we considered stuff, but we were very just like yeah. Even our oriented. talking moments really progressed us forward. It wasn't mm-hmm. just kind of sitting and yeah. stewing. Yeah, yeah. Although I think uh, I got to tell you guys the things that you th- the thing that you threw me for the biggest loop on uh-huh. was the idea of we're going to take people to the Vale oh. and that you wanted to like save the city. Uh-huh. It never occurred to me that you guys would want to do that, that you would just want to figure out why stepmother wanted to get through to there. Oh. I had no idea. And you guys were having this whole big moral debate on like who should go. And I'm like, 
<laughs> well, how do I work this shit in? <laughs> because I, it was like the I did not expect that at no, all. That there, that I never thought like when I created the veil that you guys were going to be like, our city is shitty, and we should take people here. Like I just thought it was going to be like, oh, this place is pretty cool, and there's a mine, and I guess stepmothers into these gems. And it was just like it became this whole big moral quandary, and that was mm-hmm. really, really cool. Yeah, that was exciting. Yeah. See, for me in that moment, it was when I made the realization that that was where Mira could hear her own voice mm-hmm. was in the veil, yeah. and that was thing she was struggling with is finding her own voice. So it became all about protecting the veil, what it meant to go to the veil. So that's why she took kind of a stand, a strong stand there, and yeah. wanted to pursue that. Um, so it was a fun thing I didn't expect to mm-hmm. have her do, but that was that was fun. That's yeah. interesting because I felt so much that you'd set that up from the beginning. Like this yeah. was our giant mo- moral quandary. Like, do we rescue ourselves? Do we like? I was going super noir, mm-hmm. and noir has is a lot of surface storytelling. That's true. Noir has like depending on the noir, like it can have depth, especially like. Um, movies like uh, like a Chinatown or something but mm-hmm. even then at the end of Chinatown it's just like Chinatown is what it is and mm-hmm. things suck and this noir tends to be very surface to me yeah. so I wasn't expecting it to be like we're gonna take everybody with us like I was like do you think what? that like maybe <laughs> the world could lend to that because it is fairy tales that maybe oh, as yeah. players we kind of bought into this whole like we need to go to like the quote unquote promised land Maybe, and honestly, the fairy tale thing is not a part of... Well, I mean, it is a part of the mm-hmm. system, but not, like... It's not that narrow. Mm-hmm. But we had enough other games going on on Happy Jacks at the same mm-hmm. time that I wanted to make sure that this one felt very distinctly different and mm-hmm. we weren't doing a demigods kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, because demigods is amazing, but I didn't want it to be like... One person's a fairy tale, one person's a Greek god, and this person mm-hmm. is from this mythology. I felt like that was a, a nice, cohesive way to run the mm-hmm. game. Yeah. So, I guess maybe unintentionally, yeah. going to the promised land makes sense. Yeah. I feel like if I ran the system, I would do something similar. Because I, I think it was cool that we all kind of had that in common, that we were, mm-hmm. even as characters, we didn't necessarily recognize it. Like, it was neat to have us all kind of from the same yeah, yeah. origin. Mm-hmm. 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 And especially where uh, you have so many options, decision paralysis could be a really big thing. Yeah. So like, having a framework like that and kind of a mm-hmm. an idea of what world you're playing in really mm-hmm. kind of helps make those decisions easier. Yeah. yeah, it was really interesting. I was even willing to let it be like, inanimate objects in mm-hmm. fairy tale stuff like the you know singing harp or something and it was uh it was really interesting to see what you guys actually ultimately picked yeah and it wasn't argent like she was the magic mirror mm-hmm. argent was the magic mirror yeah. um argent really grew into a much bigger thing than i was expecting mm-hmm. and argent was actually the very first um character or mm-hmm. se- actually it was the second character that um i did as a test character build mm, nice and then just incorporated as an npc because i wanted to make sure that i could help walk you guys through the character building process because mm-hmm. this game is so different on you get to pick your powers mm-hmm. than other games yeah i think mm-hmm. it'd be really fun to run a game actually where like we were all from fairy tales like maybe run a game where everyone is a magic item mm-hmm. like we've got a magic mirror and excalibur and a magic heart and like that'd be really an interesting game too yeah 
And actually, the very first character that we rolled up uh-huh. was was Snow White, which oh, nice. Tappy came in and guested so awesomely yeah. as Sophia White. Yeah, uh, which was actually spelled W I G H T. Ah, because yeah, we're dorks. <laughs> um, but that was that was the first character that we rolled up for testing out this game system. Cool, awesome. Yeah. Well, super good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yay! And uh, yeah, there we have it. Yeah. City of Mist has come to a conclusion. Yay! Yay. Thank you for taking this journey with us. It was super good. Has anybody uh, got anything else really rad going on that they want to talk about before we go? Well, taking over this time slot. Yeah! The return. Dun, dun, dun. To the Loop Universe. Yay! Uh, Huzzah! The. <laughs> we got to get a recording of that. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. Um, but uh, no, the uh, the sequel to Tales from the Loop is called Things from the Flood. Uh, there was a Kickstarter last year, and the time has finally come to to go back there. And the part that I'm really excited about, which is a little tweak on the actual game system, mm-hmm. uh, because in the actual game system. The characters are supposed to be like the late teenagers, so like sixteen to nineteen kind of range. But uh, I wanted to see what the future held for the characters from our Tales from the Loop game. So it's thirteen years, twelve years later mm-hmm. from that game, and it's going to be they're all sort of mid twenties now, and and they're tweakers. Yeah, well, I don't know yet. That's that's what we're going to find out in, in two weeks Ooh. when we do making characters. I, I have so much for what's happened to Midge, too. Yeah, so people yeah. should definitely tune in if they really like that game, because uh, I won't spoil anything, but I've been talking to the other players, and nice. there's a lot of chit-chat about where everybody has gone in that intervening time. Yeah. I'm excited. And I intend to make everybody cry again. Yay. Sweet. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm interested and like Tales from the Loop, like sort of the background feeling of the game is sort of this the great hope of like super science is gonna like solve all the world's problems and prosperity is breaking out all over the world and things are great. And then the nineties happen. And all of that goes down the toilet, and things go wrong, and it's grunge, and people are depressed, and plus, in this game, the characters can die. Mm. Uh, in Tales from the Loop, it's actually in the, the rules, you can't die as a character. Interesting. Uh, but in this one, if things go wrong for you, you can earn a scar, and it can be a physical scar, a mental scar, an emotional scar, mm-hmm. and you get enough of those... You're, you've either you've become incapacitated to the point where you're not a character anymore, mm-hmm. so you're out. Wow. So I, I'm curious to see how this all is going to work out, and mm-hmm. it's going to be fun. Yeah, it's very exciting. It's awesome. Yay! Um, then soon, um, uh, spinning up is uh, a new masks campaign, which is going to be on Wednesdays, and I think our first episode of that will be next Wednesday. Um, and so yeah, that's very exciting. And this Wednesday is the finale of Autumn People. Yeah. Ooh. So that's very exciting it's too. It's gonna be super crazy. You guys. No, so you don't much, say. Yeah, I have no idea how that's gonna end. And <laughs> we I mean, don't either. Yeah. <laughs> and it's gonna be slaughter time. Yeah, so and the Autumn People is all the splat books for Chronicles of Darkness, mm-hmm. all in one game together. And Tappy's magic at math, so he figures yeah. that out. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it's very good. Yeah. Uh I'm here. 
pretty much every Monday mm-hmm. because I am also part of Greenwood Collective, which is a Shadowrun game that Jason is running. It's super fun. I play mm-hmm. a creepy twin with Sam mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. because we're creepy twins. And then I will also be here for um, the Tales from the Flood. Mm-hmm. And um, you can also catch me over at 12-Sided Stories, where I am GMing a game of Vampire 5E. Yes. It's my first contemporary setting for a game. And uh, that's a lot of really great people, and it's all highly produced, so we have a lot of like sound effects and music and, and everything going on for that. And that's a podcast, so talk, check out 12-Sided Stories um, on whatever podcast platform you like. Yep. It's awesome. It's awesome. <laughs> we, we have fun. <laughs> awesome. Uh, cool. Thank you so much. Uh, check out happyjacks.org slash schedule for all the stuff we just talked about in one place. Um, you can also go to happyjacks.org slash shows and see all the APs that we've ever recorded all in, listed on one page. Um, there's a current section so you can see the ones that are currently ongoing and then all the ones from the past. And that page keeps getting longer and it's very, very exciting to see how many games we've ever done. So So many. So many. So many. Uh, All right. Thank you guys so much. And we will see you next time. Bye. Bye. The preceding program has been a presentation of the Angry Folk Media Empire. Bum, 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 bum.